Michael, you can't can't make noise when I'm about to start the podcast, Michael. Uh oh, my bad. He's making all sorts of noise, and I was I had my Michael. Hello. <laughs> Hi. The typing it is real. Yeah. No. How's it going, my man? Uh, it's going. Today it's was uh, I I had a lunch saga today. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I assume because um, well, it was work related. Let's loop in, Hold on, let's JJ. Loop in JJ. JJ, did oh, hello, you have a yes. Monday? Hello. Ah, uh, yeah, it is a Monday. You know. Yeah, uh, I think we all had a little bit of a. We're uh, almost ready for school here, and uh, this was an extra Monday because it's like the last Monday, right? You know, of of free time before it becomes real Mondays again. Uh, Michael, you I had a Monday. Found- I, uh, it's, I got a comment about about Andrew's real Mondays thing. I have found in the years since being out of school, even being married to a teacher, like I, I like forget how school is and like when things happen in schools, and it's just like blowing my mind that there are people that are like, oh yeah, like summer, that's a thing. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, just the, it's, just the, it's just the hot time when everything is more crowded. Yeah, it's a year that doesn't follow the calendar year, right? And so everything happens in school time rather than in calendar time. I am more and more convinced that year-round school would be beneficial. (laughs) Well, let me tell you about the school that my wife works at. (laughs) (laughs) You said you had a Monday, my man. Oh, yeah, um... So my my morning was just a normal frantic Monday morning. And so 11.30 rolls around and I've gotten hungry. And I'm like, I'm just going to run out and grab myself something quick for lunch. So uh, my first thought was, you know what sounds good? Flame broiler. Somewhat healthy, but always tasty. So the they, unfortunately, yeah. Um, unfortunately, they closed the flame broiler that's right across the street uh, from my office. But Ooh. there's one just down the street. So, you know, maybe that's five, why. ten minute drive. <laughs> OK, yeah. So five, ten minute drive, pull it up to make sure I'm going to the right place on Google. Um, head down there, pull up to where it's supposed to be. And it's not there. Uh-oh. The place is closed and there is a wrap on the window that says such and such new restaurant coming soon. Uh-oh. So I'm like, well, that's a problem. Uh, guess that's not happening. So what do I do next? Uh, well, across the parking lot, there is a Chipotle. I'm like, okay, I'll do Chipotle. I can still get a, a rice bowl. Uh, so walk into Chipotle. There are a few people in line in front of me uh, waiting for them to, to help each customer. And right before we get to the front, the woman in front of me turns around and says, so they haven't said anything since I walked in, but apparently their system is down and they're cash only right now. I'm like, great. I don't have oh, any cash on me. Yeah, who, what, who carries cash? Yeah, especially right now when everywhere is has gone to no cash. Yeah, because of COVID. So yeah, yeah I I haven't carried cash on me in forever. Uh, oh. So I get to the front and I ask the woman to make sure that they are still cash only, um, and she says yes. So I turn and walk back out. Uh, I an- I announced to the long line of people behind me that they were cash only since they hadn't said anything in you know five minutes. God. Um. So across from across from the parking lot in a different direction from the Chipotle is a cava, which if you haven't been, is the exact same concept, just Mediterranean instead of Mexican. Rice bowls. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Also, also, right. well, there's there's our rice, but also you could do grains or um, right. like mixed greens or spinach. Um, also really good. So I head over there. And I get out of the car and the line is wrapped through the building, out the front door and down the sidewalk. What? What? Ain't ain't nobody got time for that. No, you're already (laughs) past your lunchtime at this point. It's yeah, this is three different places. The end of my lunchtime is fast approaching. So I finally I finally basically just gave up and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Target and I'm going to get one of those like kit salads for one. And that will be my lunch today. Yeah. Microwave Fortunately, time. Target Target did not fail me because at that point, I think I would have just rage quit from lunch. <laughs> just, just go home. <laughs> I'm not coming back today. Yeah. <laughs> Take a do over on this day. 
what are you going to do, man? Just yeah. it's time to pack it up. I had a computer issue that gave me that kind of same feeling. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. I started to think if like my my processor or something was having a, a meltdown or whatever. But like for a full day this weekend, anytime I tried to make uh, render files or compress things, the renders would take like uh, when I was doing the podcast render, it took twice as long as normal. And the file size was four times larger than it should have been. And it was like, do that multiple times until all of a sudden it wouldn't anymore. And uh, it would hang, like, multiple programs were just hanging and crashing. And, like, restart had not fixed it. I don't know. It was weird. And then all of a sudden the next day, everything was fine again. Just a cursed day there. Yeah. So I eventually just gave up. I just turned the computer off, you know. Well, anyway. JJ hopefully you escaped and just giving up. Yes, you escaped the curses that you know of lunchtime and tech problems. Yeah, I mean like I had a you know, I had some work stuff happen today, but it's just work stuff. It's not like Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't call my Monday right? cursed, you know. Just well, si- Since we're on the complain train. <laughs> uh oh. Keep it coming. I can uh I can I can I can first world problems this event. Uh Apex Legends, JJ. Oh, yeah. I reinstalled that after you told me to do that. Uh Uh-huh. And I spent Uh about an hour opening, like, 70 packs and collecting random skins and stuff that I had acquired. Uh Uh-huh. That I wasn't playing. Hey, this applies to you. Oh. So you've done that on the computer now, I assume. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The only Uh place where I've ever played Apex Legends before. But you have a PlayStation and could play that Apex Legends on your PlayStation. Yeah, but why? Uh, the the bigger question is, but why? Because all that stuff you just opened and claimed on the computer is not cross-saved to the PlayStation. Despite the yeah. fact that you still have to log in with an account from EA. Yeah. 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 That sounds like a first-world Sony problem right there. Yeah, it's some and kind I, of problem. EA is By which I on... mean, no, it's, it's Sony blocking them from doing that. Well, for sure. It, EA said that they're working on the cross thing and it'll probably be out in 2022 in terms of marrying your accounts and doing cross progress and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I ran into an issue where I was trying to play with some people that wanted to play on PlayStation. And I was like, okay, well, I'll install it on my PlayStation. And uh, so I logged in there first and the first time in months. And then uh, we wanted to play on the computer later when they weren't around just to like, I'd prefer to play on the computer if, if I had the choice. So I went back there. None of the stuff I had claimed from years of Twitch, you know, you just click the button on Twitch and get the skin and whatever. If you ever come back to Apex, yep. you have it, right? Yep. That's exactly no. what I'd been doing. Not so because I had logged in on the PlayStation and claimed them all there. But all the points and stuff that I had earned for unlocking heroes are all on the computer. Oh, no. So now my account is uh, split between the skins I've gotten through Twitch on the PlayStation and the progress I had made before we, you know, fell off the game on the computer. So at some point, I assume the I had to call EA to figure out what was going on because I couldn't figure it out. I was like, where are these? skins and she's like well i see the account i was like yeah that's the account well i see the account is on a playstation and on a computer like yeah she's like which ones you log into like, well this one okay well everything's there like oh i didn't this is easily solved by telling those people on the playstation i will play on the pc (laughs) sorry (laughs) yeah it's never a good sign when it's, it's gotten to the point that you have to contact EA. Yeah, if you had to call EA. That's already more work than I'm willing to do for a free-to-play ga- game. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, they're working on it. I'm not going to make a claim that they're going to make good on that supposed cross-progress yeah, I would, uh, problem. I would, but... go, I would go ahead and not hold my breath on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of EA. But, uh, I spent some time, though. Uh, like I said, I opened like 70 packs or however many of those Oh, yeah, things. yeah. And I uh, spent some of those like random points or whatever that you get, and I unlocked the newest hero because people say that guy is good. So little, I, I oh yeah, he's gonna get nerfed, but he looks like little Nas X. He could, he does kind of, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh okay, 
this guy. And then I didn't actually play any Apex. I just installed it yeah. and looked at all the cosmetics and then closed the game. So his <laughs> ultimate or his ultimate is uh people have compared to wall hacks, basically. There's several characters that have like weird wall hacky kind of abilities though, yeah, right? But so. uh, his his is literally just like pinging the entire map in front of you and being like, Well, there's three guys there and two guys there. It's like uh I'm sure since he's the newest, he's probably a little overpowered. Just yeah. like Overwatch, they always release the hero way over to He's really and good, and then you're like, we've got to dial this back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of EA and Origin and all that, JJ? Yes, hello. Uh, Fallen Order is an EA game. Yeah, it is. Uh, Maybe the best EA game in the last 10 years. See, that would require me to have played other EA games. I've played, like, I can list all the EA games I've played in the last five or ten years. Uh-huh. Uh, Apex Legends sure. and Fallen Order. <laughs> so Mass Effect 3 <laughs> would probably be ten years, right? Uh, yeah, okay. I think it's Mass Effect 3. It, the, the Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 trilogy, although I think Mass Effect 1 and 2 are probably more than ten years old at this point. Mass Effect 1 for sure. Mass Effect yeah. 1 for sure is. That was an I think o, Mass Effect 3 o is something. 2012-ish. Okay, so that that fits in, but barely, right? Yeah, but Fallen Order is better than Mass Effect 3. Yeah, I liked the characters in Mass Effect 3 a lot more, though, I'll say. <laughs> I mean, I had a very... I, I had a very... Um, I have beaten the game, I guess. Oh, um, okay. I had a very fun time. Great fun running around, chopping up people with lightsabers and doing stuff. I did not find it terribly difficult on no. the second hardest setting. I definitely... There were some bosses... They got pretty difficult. The last boss was not easy. Oh, the uh, the sister? Yes. Yeah, uh, that yeah, fight was she really has, hard. She has several moves that are very frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> and the pattern uh, is quick. It is a very yeah. quick pattern. Yeah. I I have, The time that I won, I uh, was spamming certain attacks that happened to connect for full damage multiple times, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I skipped a phase in the middle, and we went right to the last phase. Oh, her last but phase it, is easier than her first two. Uh, I think I had most trouble with the middle one when the yeah. probe droid shows up. Oh yeah, that one was not easy. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was tough. It was e- easily the most tough fight for me of that game. But like you know, I, mean, I died like half a dozen times or something. It was definitely like I had to work at it. Yeah. Um. But overall, like, really fun. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't get all the skills. I think there were three that I didn't have at the end, and See? all of them cost all of them costed two. You get you get so points. close, and you're like, ah. I got ah. all the, like, overpowered ones, though. I don't sure. think I missed the ones I didn't have. It was, like, longer range on the throw, which I never used. Right. And better, like, pull or push or pull all the enemies. I forget which one it was. Mm. Pull all the enemies and... was really good. Yeah, I never used it. And what was the other one? I forget what the other one was. It was something related to either like the throwing the lightsaber or the double lightsaber. Yeah. Um, but like I, d- I got the one that powered up all the attacks. I yeah, got you got the, the one best that, one, which is the Stim Force one. The Stim Force one, which is like easily the most broken talent. Um, you have to upgrade your Force ones. no matter what you do. Every Force upgrade you need. You, you know... You don't, though. Early on in the game, I was barely using it. Like, I was just get, breezing by by parrying everything. It just and runs out so bits. fast. Yeah, but you don't need you don't need any force when you're just parrying everything. That's I didn't true. use All, any of the force attacks for a, most of the game. There's a skill that you recharge force with parry, so. Ah, uh, that's true. Maybe I had that and I didn't realize. I don't know. But, but like, I was never, like, I, I wasn't pulling guys. I wasn't pushing them off cliffs. I was, like, barely doing any of that. I was just running up and fighting them. Interesting. So I took a more force-centric approach to the game, which was like I was always using push, pull, slow, etc. I used I used slow a decent amount. Certainly, it's helpful because especially when they uh, before you get the double-bladed lightsaber, it's very helpful to have slow so that you can like deal with this dude for a sec and then go murder this guy really quick and then turn around and come back and murder this dude. Yeah, especially when you have double inquisitor fights or uh or yeah. Or the what was it, the prison? Yeah, the like um the the bounty hunter people that would show up every now and then. Oh yeah, do you have any issues with the bounty hunters ever? Uh they definitely killed me, but then they're they're gone when you come back and so it's like, oh yeah. That was frustrating. I definitely killed most of the ones I fought though. 
it was always like a oh oh shit there's those guys okay i gotta slow down back up hold on because like, i'm just like running through the zones half the yeah, time you know yeah there was definitely like, multiple zones like um on dathomir like when you're running to do the final boss area of dathomir yeah uh where they would be like hiding in a corner and i'd like jump a ledge and be like i landed cool oh there's a bot there's a bot bounty oh god oh god yeah for sure there, there were definitely parts of that um Dathomir specifically, where I like was like rounding a corner. It's like, oh, these guys. Okay, mm-hmm. like I can't do that now. I can't. I can't fight him there because there's a whole bunch of those zombie chicks up ahead. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, but overall, like I had a really good time. I, I like I said, the it is fun to do the Star Wars stuff in that game for sure. Yes. Uh, the puzzle solving isn't particularly hard. There definitely no. were a few times where I was like, how, how do I do this? <laughs> I am, I am stuck. What, what am I doing? What is my brain not comprehending? And it's like, Oh, you have to do this other thing first and then the thing second. And then it works out. Right. Uh, it's yeah. just like multiple puzzles where I was like, Oh, I'm just like my brain forgot that I had the slow ability or like, it's yep. just like, Oh, pull actually does work on that even though you don't think it does or something like that yep or like i have to throw this over there and then freeze right. it midair and then pull it from the other side otherwise it lands in the water yeah there, there was weird stuff like that for sure all over um, yeah but yeah great time Fun what did game. you I, uh what did you think of the so the main connection to, from that game to the universe, there's two main connections. I don't, I don't want to spoil one of them, maybe, if uh, we don't want to get there. But the the other one is the the trip through the Venator starship and the, yeah. the history of Order 66. So I definitely did did do that, go through the starship. I was like trying to figure out what the purpose of it was because I had basically finished all the stuff I would do on that planet yeah. before I went through that starship. Yeah. And I was like, well, what's the point of this thing? There must be, like, some sweet stuff in here. And it's like, no, this is all just kind of, like, lore stuff and a bunch of the, like, force upgrades and chests and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool. Like, certainly cool to be like, oh, yeah, like, this is, like, clearly this down starship. And you're learning a story of, like, this jet pet Jedi and his Padawan. And, like, all right, that was cool. Um, it is it clearly, like, a allusion to something that I'm not understanding? No, it's just the direct connection to the Clone Wars. And so, like... It was interesting to play a game like that where they're going to they stop the whole game, basically. And they're like, you have to go do this ship. And the point of doing the ship is to be like, this is what happened during the Clone Wars. And this is what it was like for this specific character to go through this event. That is, you know, not I feel like the ship is completely to... optional. I don't What's... think you have to go in there at all. I think you do. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh. Anyway, I thought, it was cool. I you had like, to do I, it. There are parts of the that area that you have to do, but I don't think you have to actually go into the ship. Oh, okay. But it was still cool. Like, like I said, I I enjoyed it. You know, definitely, you get the part where you know you see the hologram of the the clone commander. Yeah. You know, telling the other clones like, "All right, you know, the order has come in" or whatever that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. Like, definitely, that's the most like, oh, okay, I know what this is referencing. Stuff that was going on. Yeah. Uh, do we spoil the ending? I feel like we talked about it last time. I think when maybe we talked we did. about this game. I don't know, Michael. Uh, yeah, I feel like you guys did. I think we did. We talked I about don't know who if shows. Really spoiling it. Yeah, we talked about who shows up at the end of that. Uh, I could not get the first part of that to trigger. I think I told you last time was like I couldn't figure out what to to do, so I died like four times before the thing started. Hmm. But uh, I wanted to see if it went smoothly for you instead. Yeah, I, I didn't have too much trouble with it. I, like, once Darth Vader showed up, it reminded me, like, oh, yeah, he shows up in this game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I totally had not remembered that that was a thing. Um, but like I said, you know, you hear that they, they do a good job with the reveal. It's just like, you know, you're fighting uh, this, this night sister, and then, you know, she's like kind of beaten, and, and then she just like kind of like her eyes start bulging out and she's like and then like you hear the breathing you know and you're like oh snap oh, no. what's going on uh and then you know they show him and it turns into a chase sequence eventually and the like i 
at that point I knew that I was, you know, they make a point of like, Hey, you know, he's like, give me the, the MacGuffin or else, <laughs> you know, you will be destroyed. And it is like, okay. So it's like, I walk up to him, you know, it's like, I don't want to be destroyed. Here you go, dude. Like, yeah. uh, obviously is not what I was supposed to do. And it's like, okay, the game wants me to run away. And so I turn around and, you know, I booked it down the hallway. It was not, uh, it was clear to me. It like, I was able to visually read what it wanted me to do in that hallway. And I yeah. ran there. I like that. If you turn around at all in the game, like if you turn the camera to look at Vader, you die. He instantly force chokes <laughs> you and you die. You have That's... to run from him or you will be dead after you start running down the hallway. That's good. Yeah. Pretty good overall. Uh, probably not maybe as Dark Soulsy as you were looking for, but... Yeah, no. It, it was much easier than a Dark Souls game. I, I will say... Uh, the stuff about uh, uh, two things, right? One of the things that makes those Dark Souls games difficult is like you don't know what you're doing. And in this, they kind of take that away from you. Or, like you don't know what you're doing with your character, right? Because you don't know what weapons and armors and spells and sorts of things you're going to find in those games. And in this, I'm going to find lightsaber stuff. So there's no worry about like, am I going to have like, Am I building my character wrong, right? Sure. I'm pretty sure there is no way to build your character wrong in this game. I think that's like, a choice. Even if, you, even if you go all into the life stuff and no points in the lightsaber stuff or the forest stuff, I think it's probably fine. You just have a huge health pool and you just like, you know, tank through the hits with enough stims and you're good. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I this game streamlines a lot of the stuff that makes those other games difficult, Um. which is fine. I had a I had a very enjoyable time. Like I said, the none of the like random enemies were too difficult, and if they got annoying, you can always employ the number one most important Dark Souls task or tactic, and that is just run past them. <laughs> you are much very faster. important strat, dude. It is. You are much faster than every enemy in that game, except for like some bosses, and then only sometimes you can generally run past every non-boss enemy in those games. And it's equally true here as those other ones as well. Just yeah, run I think past. The only, the only time I had problem was the the Knight Brothers with the arrows, with the like laser arrows, could peg you from like a room away. Yeah, uh, you know, if you get if it gets that bad, just like just be tapping on the parry button as you're running, and you'll eventually <laughs> parry it back to them. Um, or get the talent that just like when you're sprinting, auto parry. Yeah, everything. if you yeah, sprint I, and. Auto parry was was a godsend because then you could do a lot of platforming without having to kill everybody first. Oh yeah, I mean I like it, all the guys that with laser bullets. I just like parried them back. Like the first thing I stepped into an arena and I saw that there are like stormtroopers or the laser bolt guys. Yeah, I would just stand at the, stand at the door, <laughs> wait for them to shoot, and go bing bing. Bink, bink, bink. Yep. And then they just like, boom, boom, boom. That guy's dead. Boom, boom, that guy. Boom, boom, that guy. That's right. Now we can play yeah. the game. <laughs> There's some really enjoyable moments of having gotten the upgraded push and pull powers of like, I see. So if I jump down to that platform and then do push all, I kill 12 guys at once without having to do anything. Let me. Yes, I can swing from here to jump to there. You know? Yeah, and so like, I, I should have tried experimenting with that stuff more. I just never felt the need. It just made it more cinematic, I think. And like, if you were looking for Star Star Wars immersion, you got it yeah, from those types yeah. of moments of like, I am becoming a very powerful Jedi. Oh wait, no, I'm not because Darth Vader kills me if I turn the camera around. <laughs> right. There definitely was like you know every now and then you do a cool move where you're like pull this guy towards you and you're stick the lightsaber right through him as he flies into you or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, this is cool. Or like you do the like parry a guy and like roll over him and pull your lightsaber up through his torso or whatever. Like that stuff is always cool. Um, but yeah, it, fun game. Really enjoyed it. Really unflappable main character. <laughs> yeah. He just takes everything like, you know, NBD, you know, just, all right, man. Yeah, this is bad, but all right, cool. Oh yeah. Darth Vader. All right. I guess I'll just, jog over here and like you know i mean i'm running but it's not like i'm he didn't have an extra gear there you know he was just like all right i'm running <laughs> yeah it's darth vader yeah he's destroying the walkway behind me yep definitely better be running it's like okay man i mean I feel like some star more urgency here if star wars has taught me anything though it's that darth vader does not run i think you could yeah, uh that's fair 
That's fair. You could wall jump if you, or you could wall run through that level if you wanted to. It looked cooler. I don't think you go any faster while running, but it looks cooler because his hair flies in the wind. Hmm. It is important to look cool. I know, right? I mean, that game places an emphasis on making sure the colors and stuff you have are cool looking. I think the most important question uh, that everyone that played Fallen Order needs to hear your answer to, though, is poncho, no poncho. Yeah, I used a poncho almost all the time. You and I are are, are different, my man. The colors are cooler with the poncho. There's cooler colors with the poncho than not. I just, I couldn't get over sometimes like the poncho clipping through things. This is annoying. I'm turning the poncho off. It's a video game, bro. Not a problem. <laughs> uh, also, if you get annoyed by that, please never play Dark Souls games where like your hair clips through the helmets and your weapons clip through the walls. And it's just a it's a clipping game, man. It's just stuff clips. All, it's all okay. clips all the time. Yeah, it's all right. I had no issue. You know, it was fun to see it flap around in the brind. That was cool. Yeah. And then uh, lightsaber colors. I used orange for a large part of it. That's good. And then uh, everyone should use orange to force Disney to recognize that it is a canon color. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I liked orange. And then I eventually switched to purple later. Okay. Did you enjoy the, the customization or just sort of get over it eventually and leave it alone? I, if I got new stuff, I would look at it and be like, okay, this looks like a thing. And then be like, yeah, I like the other one I had and <laughs> switch back most of the time. Yeah. I think if I played through it again, I would definitely not chase a ton of those parts. Yeah, they're they're not in the it's hard to know when you're looking for stuff in that game. If the thing you're going to find is a upgrade for your health or force or a stim. Yep. Or if it's just treasure chests over here and the treasure chests, I would ignore 100 percent of the time out of 100. If you knew uh, ahead of time. If I knew, but I never did know. And so yeah. that it's like, ah, well, it's a little bit of experience. I'm not mad about this. It or does feel just good. Just a treasure you... chest. And I was like, dang it. It feels really good when you find a stim. You're like, oh, yes. I'm up to four. Yeah. How many did you get? How many did you have at the end? I think I got all seven or eight. I think it was. I had nine at the end. Okay, I don't know so, if there are ten. Uh, I feel then... like there must be ten, but I never found whatever the tenth one was. I, I had the max number because I got an achievement for max stims. Uh, and there is a... There is a skill to add more stims, I think, isn't there? Mm. There's definitely skills to make the stims heal you more. Definitely. Ten. I There's ten yeah. stims max. So I had yeah. ten. So I'm, I must have missed one at some point. Because I, I, I know I got the achievement for you have all the stims. Definitely, except for the bosses, I didn't need them. No. It was like, yeah, okay. You'd use a few getting to the place. And there's always a save point right before the boss. Yep. And so there was never a problem. Yep. Yeah. So Medical last droid. One, last one. Medical droid was the name of the achievement. <laughs> All of BD one's stim canister. I love BD one. Very yeah. cute. Yeah. If you want to hear a lot of our love of BD one, there's a carbon scoring all about fallen order. And, uh, Ken and I wax nostalgic about BD one. <laughs> it's a good, good droid. Speaking of platforming, I have not played, a ton of celeste this weekend i was solo parenting so i didn't get a lot of time about it but michael you kept texting about celeste which made me very jealous yeah um i wasn't playing either though oh. um the good people over at games done quick are back with one of their uh interstitial marathons they for the week this week they have flame fatales running uh, on their channel it is all fe- um, female runners, and I think commentators as well, though I'm not 100% positive on that last one. Um, They're running, uh, raising money for the Malala Fund. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. Um, but I caught a, um, uh, what was her name? A runner named Fell. Um, doing a Celeste, a set of Celeste custom maps called Quickie Mountain 2, and they were all Super Mario World themed. So they had green pipes for a bunch of the screen transitions and a bunch of other just like background and graphical references to Super Mario, but it was also super hard Celeste custom maps. That's cool. So if you've got, you know, 25 minutes definitely go check that out i'm like 85 percent sure there is a mario 
Kaizo hack called Quickie World. I wonder if there's a relationship there. I I bet that's the the inspiration for it. Yeah, very cool. I put that on my I need to watch this VOD later list because that sounds rad. Yeah, and then the run after it was a uh, it made me laugh because of the category name. It was a regular Celeste run, but it was Benny percent B N Y percent. Oh, because it was all B sides. Yep. I see. Good name. That's a good. That's a good joke. Cle- clever. Yes. Yeah. Um, but again, just broken Celeste playing. I'm trying to convince myself now that I ha- will have time again this week that uh, I should stop wasting my time when I walk into one of the rooms that is clearly just a uh, a strawberry room. Yeah, just turn around and be like, <laughs> I don't need this. Done. Room <laughs> clear. Because I'll look at that room and I'll be like, I see how to do this. And then I'll spend 20 oh, yeah. minutes doing it. Seeing is not the problem. Right. Seeing yeah. is not the problem. And, and sometimes it's not so bad. But then sometimes it is so bad. And you're like, all right. What it wants me to do here is the sequence of like really tight jumps. And then like a trust fall <laughs> onto a thing. And I better hit that. that uh, what do you call it? The little diamond at the bottom or whatever that refills your jump to save you at the end here oh yeah the, and it's the just like crystals nah, or whatever. nah yeah the I worst get, is I, when i'm good at the, i'm good with this room <laughs> the worst is when all of it is easy except that one jump in the middle of the sequence yeah the worst ones are where it's like there's a tough jump at the beginning and then one other tough jump like way later because you don't ever get to practice that second tough jump. You died the first one ten times. Yep. <laughs> I think that's the most annoying is when the jump, the thing at the end is like tightly timed. So you spend, you know, 15 minutes learning the, the pattern to the route. And then the last jump is like, well, I can't figure out the timing till I get to the last jump because the last jump timing is always different. If but the, I can't this get thing's there moving, enough. but I can't stall and like, pace it or like figure it out so i have to like keep jumping through there to the thing it's like ah man you know all the other stuff is practice man you just have to keep practicing that's just yeah it's uh it's tough the game is tough and there's no sugarcoating it it is difficult yeah that's good to know i mean i've heard it before but it's good to keep hearing it uh and you know like I, i think it is fair to at some point decide that hey maybe this is above uh, the grade that I'm willing to put in the effort to learn. I think it's just, and I want to be clear. I, I think wise. anyone, anyone can learn to do these things in these games. It's a question of how much time you want to put in to get there. Right. And it's extremely reasonable to say, this is more time than I want to put in. I just, uh, you know, I, I think we've all admitted that we are people that play for the extras, right? Like, I tried almost a lot of times to do most of the crates and fall in order. And then I got to the point that was like, I can't go back now that I've beaten the game and try and find these crates. I just don't have it in me. And so like I'm at, you know, world four, I'm realizing it's taken me a couple of weeks now to try and like push through because I keep finding rooms with strawberries and spending 20 minutes getting a strawberry. And it's like, maybe I need to put those aside to get through the game so we can finish, finish it. Mm-hmm. And I do think the, there is a good, there are good reasons to want to get to the end of this game. You know, in terms of the story payoff and stuff, so. Yeah, I won't quit the game. I'll, I may quit the strawberries, but. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, there are some things out there in the world that you can quit. And I'll tell you about the, one of them right now. Unless you're a deep lover of Pacific Rim. The mech show movies which i am a fan of i don't know if you guys have watched those uh i've seen the first one yeah there are two of those movies i think i've seen half the first one there is also an anime on netflix oh okay it is very anime (laughs) Hmm. anime is is anime which is funny because pacific rim grifted all that stuff you know from like macross and all the giant mech and kaiju stuff and now it's headed back and being done for them 
by Japanese studios. I think it's okay. But you can quit on it. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Just FYI, in case anyone out there is wondering. Okay. Um, It came across my thing after uh, watching He-Man on Netflix. You guys? Yes. Which Great I show. guess I said the wrong thing. It is not He-Man. It is Masters of the Universe. Revelation. Revelation. One revelation. Oh, there was only one, I guess. There's, I mean, there were not that many episodes to have multiple revelations. There are two. There is another one called Masters of the Universe Revelation Revelations, which is an after show that is about an hour long, uh, which encompasses Kevin Smith talking to all the actors for a little bit of time. Huh, okay. So that is on Netflix in case you care about little things like um, Up up in... Oh, man, now I'm going to forget his name. And we just talked about it on Carbon Scoring. Um, uh, the guy who plays Moss Man in this version of the show is uh, Alan Oppenheimer, who played the original Skeletor. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So the, That is cool. There's little stuff like that in that after show that you learn. Or like Lieutenant uh, Adra was from a comic book and originally she was like a redhead and they changed it for this show or there's like a lot. If you really loved masters of the universe revelation, you know, you could spend worse time than going and watching that little after show thing. Um, the thing that I did instead of watching that after show was I watched about 75% of the documentary called the power of gray skull. Oh, how was that? Uh, Good. Uh, it is the history of the Masters of the Universe toy line. It started as the toy line. Oh. Uh, and then how they decided to make the cartoon to promote the toys, and then how it got popular and spun out, and they made She-Ra, and the stuff that kind of followed out of like the production of those shows and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Cool. That's yeah, on Netflix too, huh? and it, it is on Netflix. Uh, it is also like talking to the like executives from Mattel at the time when they were shoot like coming up with the ideas and the people that aren't in it, who I think I wish they had more of was like uh, some of like the voice actors and stuff. There weren't a ton of those, but they weren't really telling the story of just the cartoon. They were kind of telling the story of the masters of the universe line and how it came to be and like its impact and stuff. Okay. Um, and they did get some of the like animators and stuff from that studio, uh, which was interesting. But I think like some of the, you know, I guess some of those like original voice actors are just like, they don't do public appearances anymore. Or <laughs> if they're still with us, like some of them are, are very old. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Well, that's a that good was interesting. suggestion too. You know, what's another good suggestion? Watch Masters of the Universe Revelation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was yeah great. You could just, you could just do that too. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess the I don't know. It, uh, do we want to do we want a spoiler alert here? Are we going to go that deep? Uh, you, let's yeah. just do it in advance. It's not very long. It was what? There's only five episodes. Five, five episodes of part one. This is not the end of Revelation. Yes. Um, it better not be. Yeah. And you do not. If you know who He Man is and Tila and Orko and Man at Arms and Skeletor. And Evil Lynn, if you know the names I just said, and you kind of remember the pictures of Masters of the Universe or played with a toy, you could just watch this and not go back to the 130 yep. episodes yeah, yeah. or read any of the comics to, or any of that stuff. I was just going to say I didn't do any of that, and I felt like I was completely fine. I had to look up after the first episode that I watched who Tila was. Okay. I like, oh, okay. I guess I remember this person vaguely. Yeah, whatever. And then was fine with it after that. Didn't need anything else. It was whatever. These people were people from the show. Got it. Okay. Who cares? Sure. It does a good job of telling you the story that it wants to tell. You know, in the the setting. Um, you know, and and the setting changes because you know due to events of the show, right? So, yeah. Well, yeah. I think what it does is, uh, I think. I've said this before about some other stuff is it reminds you that you have nostalgia for this thing without making you go deep and remember stuff that may have 
for the the high the hardcore fans that have read all the comics it may have the information in there that's like oh i remember from the 1994 comic series six issue run that this thing they mentioned about the crystal and moss man you know like okay they they made that connection for those people but not one time did the thing happen where you were watching the Mandalorian and you're like, who is this lady and why is she talking about this thing? I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I never once felt like I remembered because they did a good job, but also I remembered that Orko was kind of a a joke. Right. And they, yeah. like they make it very clear that Orko is kind of a joke and you Orko didn't have to, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't have to remember if you didn't remember. Uh, but it's a great show in that respect. I think of like, Hey, we love this thing. You love this thing in your memory. Enjoy watching it remade for another, you know, decade for, yeah. for a new decade, which, you know, apparently pissed off some people. Uh, I don't, I, I'm not, up. I don't want to judge. People, people are going to be mad. I'm not up yeah. on much internet anymore. I, I this it, is the most it's tough for me do. to judge. <laughs> it's tough for me to judge this thing because it's like half a thing. It's not done. They clearly made more. I want to see the like resolution to the stuff here. Like tell who, the whole story. Who we has the story. power? Yeah. No one has the power right now. I want to know. I don't uh, have it. Spoilers again. Skeletor has the power. You guys. Does he say I have the power at the end? Uh, yeah, he, he did. Does, yeah. Actually. Oh, he did. He did. Okay, he is now, by the way. Uh, he calls the, himself the master of the universe. He is Skele God right? now. Where did you get that name from? I will, I'm going to turn on my camera real quick and I'll show you. Uh-uh. Turn on camera. He is Skella God. You see it right there? That is uh, that is quite the item. I'm Andy's. sure this plays really well on this audio podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As Andy holds up his Skella God action figure mint in box. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for the narration there, Michael. Thank you, Michael, for the narration. But yes, I, I think the, uh, I mean, you know, like like you say, I want to see where they go with it because I, obviously the bad guy doesn't win. That's not the story here. Yeah. Well, I assume it's not the story. I mean, we can't know for sure. It is not He-Man and the Masters totally of the Universe. Possible. It is Masters of the Universe. It is, there's, you know, they spent... It's true a significant amount of time developing evil Lynn's story. It's not like she's just going to go away. They spent a a significant amount of time developing Triclops into like the leader of the tech cult. That's not going to go away. A lot of this has, you're right, been built into something that you're like, well, where's the rest of it? Yeah. The character, the character and world building was surprisingly deep. I was going to say the character and world building was the stuff that kept me watching. Cause like I didn't, I didn't care who like these people were because it's like they were it was a dumb cartoon from the 70s like like early 80s you know it's not a like it was before my time really I didn't watch that cartoon growing up except for maybe like an episode here or there when it randomly showed up in a rerun uh-huh like I, yep. and I didn't really have those toys growing up either oh you didn't you know, except for maybe subsequent lines or something like not the original i definitely had not an original uh there's there's multiple generations of of those toys um i definitely had maybe i of some kind yeah maybe i got into some of them for some period of time but i don't remember it sure i I, but i i remember enough about that thing being a thing yeah that you know oh i knew who he-man was i'd seen this idea i knew about having the power i knew about grayskull you know um and yeah, so this, but like the stuff that I thought was great was like, oh, they're explaining like, this is what Grayskull really was. And oh, this is what the, you know, the land of Eternia thrives on all this magic and, and the magic's running out. And this is what's happening to the people. And this is yeah. what's happening to the, you know, Orko, who's a magical being. And all it's like, oh, okay, like this is storytelling. Yeah. You know? it's yeah. just It's good. Yeah. I, and I imagine, and someone could write us at podcasts at wewergamers.com. Uh, but from my discussion with, uh, Kit and Ken about He-Man, it sounded like a lot of this stuff is new. It's not like the, the revelation about, which I assume is why it's called revelation about Castle Grayskull actually being 
not, you know, it's being the library of whatever, you know, um, is new. And the, the way that the magic works is new. It's all made for this. Right. And saying like, you know, this is a story that needs an ending maybe. Right. Mm. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm going to, it's funny, Andy, cause I had, I would have disagreed on what the revelation was. Oh, given the- what drives, given what drives so much of the plot, I would have said that the revelation of Adam as He-Man to Tila, oh, okay, is maybe a more significant revelation than the the true nature of Grayskull. Definitely, yeah, it works on multiple levels. It does. It's deep. Yeah, revelation. There's a lot of revelation. There's the revelation that the dead. Uh, uh, champions can come back, but if they do, yes. they're gone forever. That there is like a an like a underworld and an overworld and a heaven. I was gonna say so. Pre, this was something pre-turnia. I was curious about. There, yeah, it was pre-turnia and subturnia. Yeah. <clears throat> was that so? This was stuff I didn't know. If that was stuff from the original. I never knew any of that stuff. I also didn't know if the I'm pretty sure pre Hall had... of Justice or whatever Hall of Wisdom, yeah, was a thing from the original as well. I I, didn't I know any of that. I think Preternia and Subternia had been mentioned before, especially probably in the comics. Um, I wish I had asked this exact question because I I remember some of it but I don't remember all of it when it comes to the masters of the universe. Right. Um, and I'm pretty sure those two had been mentioned before. Cause it's not a, not a super crazy thing. And I'm pretty sure that, um, subternia had been around because I think that the, what was the guy's name? Scareglow that was down there. wasn't a, was a figure that had existed before. Mm. Um, what a great name. Scareglow. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's really good. I love his uh, action figure. I haven't gotten it yet, but his action figure looks great. Um, yeah, I I would love to know. Somebody enlighten us, because I, I don't remember all of it. But I, th- I think a lot of it was like referential and not exactly told this way, where it's like, this is exactly what it is, you know? Um, yeah, I think really, like, you know, Kevin Smith gets a lot of flack recently for some of his more modern films being different than what people want, I guess. And this got flack for being, it being different than what people want, but like, it really shows how good nostalgia stuff can be if it wants to be. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really hard to do something like that with as deft of a touch as he showed here. I really yeah. would love to know if uh, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the room where they pitched him on doing it. And he's like, I need autonomy to do this <laughs> because you know, like Mattel isn't Hasbro and Mattel are different companies and Mattel uh, owning this is able to say, yes, just go for it or no, absolutely not. You can't do that with your toys. And maybe JJ in that documentary, you you saw like Mattel saying yes or no, what can happen with the toys and characters and all that sort of stuff. Well, so cer- certainly they had approval over stuff in the, um, the, the original stuff. This didn't cover the new stuff, right? Or I didn't watch the end. No, but so I mean the original versus about. now, like stuff that would have never have happened before of like oh, Adam the, getting it, stabbed had, in the chest. They had like, complete. Yeah. they had complete control yeah. over the original stuff. It was like, here's the toys we're making. Put these in episodes as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like murdering those artists getting that show out. Uh, yeah. Oh, if you, it, so there'll be a carbon scoring this week. This week could announce this now, I guess. Uh, and if you are interested in hearing some of that type of stuff, Kit is like a fountain of knowledge of how that stuff sort of worked. And how, you know, it was all rotoscoped and, like, they drew on top of actors to get that show to work. They talk about some huh. of it in this, uh, the documentary, but they don't go into too deep of it. Yeah. Um, but they definitely talked to some of the old animators and stuff, and they were like, here's how it was. You worked every day. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, you kept working. That cartoon kept working. came out every single day. 
Monday through Friday. Monday through it's, Friday. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. And yeah, so like for He-Man, Kit, I think, or Ken was saying, like they had to get a guy to make sure that his body looked right when it was moving. It was like the first version of like a motion capture, basically. They just sort of drew yeah, him. And, the, and even the original dolls, like the, the original series He-Man was like so different from the action figures of the Oh time yeah, they were way different. That, like, they talked about like they had to make these like these crazy new molds and stuff. And it was all driven by like, okay, what can we manufacture cheaply? Yep. And, and reuse and reuse and, and reuse. And reuse everything as much as possible, yeah. right? So like, oh, why? Like we had this mold for a cat thing. Uh, He-Man's going to ride a cat. Great. Uh, put a saddle on it. Done. Oh, shoot. We got to redesign the saddle a little bit so his weird, crazy legs will fit. All right. Uh, how can we do this cheap? All right. Make him sit really high on the saddle. Done. Like It's just like <laughs> all this stuff that, that came out because it's like, oh, we had this unused cat for this other thing. That's why he has a cat. No other reason. Well, it's like, nice. why is there a castle? We could make a castle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, like all the stuff was like there was no lore. All that stuff came way later. Like they weren't even thinking about that stuff when they came up with it. And like, you know, to have turned it into like something that I think this is like really rich and feels really thought out and like well planned. Yeah. So it's it's impressive, you know. And of course there's also, you know, thirty years of history to draw on, which helps. Yeah. But you'd be surprised. True. I mean, looking at it now, you'd think they'd have changed some of the characters. But if I'm looking at the toys, you know, like the legs and and lower body of Skeletor and He Man are exactly the same with different paint jobs, just like they would have been in the originals. They they have two yep. lines of toys now. One is the Origins line, which looks like the old toys, where they're all like <laughs> misshapen, weird, like and like the heads, legged, huge. The people. heads are massive. The arms and legs are like unnaturally bulbous, and the bodies are very small. And like, uh, and then they have the Revelation line, which matches the cartoon almost to a T, and like the bodies are perfectly proportioned. They look right, and but the legs of Skeletor and the legs of He Man are exactly the same. <laughs> You know. I think my personal favorite is the the old man at arms because the face on it looks like Burt Reynolds. I love I, I mentioned this on that <laughs> other one is I love that the old man at arms and the new man at arms, the chest piece is completely different. The the old man at arms, his chest piece, his like chest protector and all that sort of stuff comes up to his eyes. Like, so that was something I never understood about man at arms in before. Because I remember it like coming all the way up over his nose yeah and i thought he was like a cyborg dude yeah. i kind of just thought well, that, that was, was his thing. like he was a robot yeah well, i didn't i didn't know about roboto yeah <laughs> it's like i thought that that guy was just like half cyborg or whatever and that's why he was crazy uh and like you know so good and whatever but the then it's like no no he just has this weird crazy suit he just it was really tall huh. oh okay that was it huh yeah. Anyway, and so the new and I one. I watched this and learned about robot. You know, it's like, like oh, the new one uh, just comes up to his chest like a normal human being, you know? right? But the origins figure definitely could. Anyway, we're we're off track. We don't need to talk about the toys. Uh, I I very much enjoyed the ending of this show, uh, part one of this show, where like I think. I think they do a great job of turning Battle Cat into a character, first of all, uh, like that you actually care about, you know? Cringer. Cringer, sorry. Yes, sorry. Was the, so I definitely remember the the cat being a thing that was transformed yeah. in the show, right? Yes, yes. But I don't think he I, had a spoken line in the original show. I was show. going to say, did the cat speak before? I didn't know if that was a thing or I not. I don't believe so, so. I'm learning stuff. All the time. Uh, yeah, so Cringer talking to Adam and, like, becoming a character that changes Tila's mind. And, like, the, the story arc with Tila, the story arcs with, like, great. And, like, really lulls you into, like, they're going to go get Adam back. Adam's made this heroic choice to come back. And then, and, like, nah, Skeletor finally tricked everyone. For real this time. Yeah. Uh, it's good you know it's very good did you did you either of you like really see it coming no i i didn't see it coming at all i i had kind of forgotten about that that if at the whole equivalence of if adam is still alive maybe skeletor is still alive Uh uh-huh yeah i i thought that if you know if they were going to do this it was like oh okay but evil lynn is going to betray skeletor now because she's good now right that's how i thought it was going to go mm-hmm uh, 
Yeah, no, not what happens. Realistic, I think, though, when you think about how people yeah. behave and who they are, and when they're put again into, into a tough choice, some you know, some stories are that way. It's really a smart, you know, it makes. I wonder if it'll turn people off from returning, where they're like, "Oh no, he's dead again, and I'm been betrayed, and I'm not going to come back." Versus people that are like, "All right, can they really do this?" <laughs> you know, like what is the, what is the end game here? Like for me, I got to I mean, know. There's a, there's a character named Skelegod, apparently. I got to know what's <laughs> up with that now. Yeah. I didn't know that was his name. They didn't say that in the show. Skele- Why didn't they call him Skelegod? Skelegod. And he has the, the He-Man H on his chest for hero. The hero. He's now the hero. Oh, it's so good. It's good. I was very shocked that it was when you guys told me to watch it and Ken was telling me to watch it. Everyone's telling me to watch it. I'm like, it can't be this good. It's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And uh, I think it was a good surprise. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, it it kind of got me from the very beginning when uh, they uh, Skeletor and his forces besiege Castle Grayskull and he gets to the gate and starts monologuing and like three words in takes a lightning bolt to the face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mark Hamill does a great job too. Of, oh of yeah. Giving, Shout outs. Giving a Skeletor you know like the, the Skeletor work was done initially for him but like he's uh he's the man when it comes to people with weird laughs you know uh and obviously he he enjoys playing a villain very much based on his interview of that show so i can't wait for more i wonder when it's coming i don't i didn't look it up but uh i don't know that it has a date yeah be very careful googling um googling it by the way uh apparently kit ran into spoilers of of uh stuff that's happening in part two that i i did not hear uh but he said was sad to that he got to know it ahead of time so yeah they've they've recorded the live orchestra for episode 10 so they gotta be getting close if they're recording okay. music right Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I There's don't. so many different things that potentially go on with production in yeah. literally every respect. Yeah. It's it literally any it could be anything from the pipeline of the artists didn't stopped working to animators stopped working to computers <laughs> to anything else, like <laughs> voice actors. Literally anything yeah. could be the problem. It's impossible to know. Well, speaking of pipelines, uh, let's talk about the pipeline for We Were Gamers for the upcoming. We hit the middle of the month, so it's time to do some shout-outs. Carbon Scoring's back. We'll get one of those at the end of the week after you hear this podcast. You'll hear one of Carbon Scoring, and that's about uh, He-Man a little bit, not a ton. And then uh, we uh, we intended to talk about the Bad Batch, you know, because it's Carbon Scoring and it's about Star Wars. And uh, I inadvertently brought up uh well we were talking about uh what if i don't know if you guys watched the first episode of what if yet but uh, yeah i enjoyed that i have not yet. okay well uh the three of us on there were in love with the first episode um it's beautiful it looks like a fleischman cartoon like the superman cartoons jj yeah uh okay i'm i'm going to watch it i just haven't yet i I would you don't need to rush there's obviously no spoilers because it's all tangential stuff um it's it's a beautiful moments episode i think and we got talking about that which led to us talking about you know marvel and the state of marvel and the universe and where we were at and uh that took over the entire episode <laughs> uh with with talking about where the marvel universe is headed and uh and we also talked about transformers on there too so that'll be the end of the week cuz you know if you talk about Mar- he-man you got to talk about transformers I don't know how that connects, but okay. As I say, the Marvel stuff sounds interesting, so I will tune in. Toy created cartoons in the eighties. Not not interested in the uh, the discussion of Star Wars, but I am interested in discussion of Marvel. Uh, Now I have a reason to watch. Well, you'll wait because uh, Star Wars is next time. Anyway, Uh, we got to get back to Bad Batch later. Anyway, uh, and then also since it's the middle of the month, uh, Star Trek JJ Subspace Transmission probably yes. uh next week right 
Uh, we're recording it next week. No, we're recording or it this week, week but sorry. it'll be released next week. And it'll week. come out next week. Yeah, yeah sorry. So I schedules. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we are we are watching the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, the first one. So uh, get ready for that. The quote-unquote uh, reboot, which will be a center piece of my have a discussion my critical theory of what it means to reboot something we will have a discussion <laughs> subspace uh, transmissions the lens flare episode oh god i i literally wrote that down in one of my notes <laughs> um yeah also uh andrew the lower decks has started again uh yeah man jack quaid who i've been watching out. uh i've been watching the boys on the amazon prime uh Dennis Quaid's son, by the way. Uh, he plays Boimler on that show. And so I am very excited to start watching Lower Decks. My uh, beautiful, significant other half uh, loves that show as well. So we we watch that one together. Yeah. Uh, well, it'll take us a while to get around to talking about it on a subspace transmission. Yes. But we will eventually we, because it is great. Yeah. We, we'll build up a few episodes. To talk. They're not very long and they're not media. Yeah, they're like 20 minutes or whatever. Uh, so. Most of them are just like, that was funny. And then you get to ones like last season, which was the uh, the sim- the simulation one, the movie one. And you're like, right. Oh, yeah, God, we got to talk about this. So much. So much. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's that's definitely coming up also. And do we want to talk about the other other thing? Yes, go for it. It's time to get back in the robot, everybody. Yeah. I can't believe we're going to do this again, but we're going to do it. <laughs> get back in the robot, Shinji. Get back in the robot. All right. Go. So Amazon Prime has released the four rebuild of Evangelion movies. So it's 1.11... You cannot advance. One, two point two two. I don't remember. Three point three three. Something else. <laughs> it's funny because you could actually be the title. <laughs> and three point oh plus one point oh. Thrice upon a time, which is the latest one. Yes. Is it the final These one? These movies. It is. Yes. Uh, my understanding. Okay. And so I Amazon have, have got all of these, right? Yes. Yes. the The three before this one have been out. For a pretty long time, I want to say these rebuild of Evangelion movies started coming out in like 07. That's a good question. I can look it up while you're talking and, about it. And the second one was like some years later, and the 3.33 one came out in like 2012. And then there was a 10-year break. <laughs> or nine years, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, wild that this they finally wrapped this thing up. Do you up. want the Japan dates? I mean, whatever. 2007, whatever you... 2009, 2012, 2021. All right, so I was pretty cool. Holy cow. Are you ready? One, 100 minutes, 112 minutes, 96 minutes, 155 minutes are the run yeah. times. What are okay. we doing? I mean, these, are, these are movies. These are movies. I know, right? but they, like... They were released... At, theatrically in japan as movies they are individual movies oh my and God. we are going to watch all four of them eventually why, why are we doing this to ourselves <laughs> should we have looked at this no, time no i'm i'm a thousand percent glad we committed to it before looking at this i'm a, i'm a i am a hundred percent sure by the time we get to that fourth one you will probably want to watch it i i want to watch them i just just like when I got to the end of the first series, I'm just like, oh my god, what are we in for? Like, you know? And to be clear, I I, I think it, it will be fair to say up front, some of this stuff is retread. I'm sure. It, it has to be. Retelling, yeah. It is a retelling of the story. So there will be stuff that is just straight up, you know these story beats. You're pretty sure you know what's going to happen here. I suspect deeply based on box arts stuff changes, but certainly uh, and very likely the first movie is going to be, you know, mostly retread. So we must, I mean, it must have a different ending. He took nine years off or something. So God knows. Yeah. We'll find find out eventually. Yeah, we will get there. Oh boy. So so stay tuned in the long term. (laughs) 
Yep. There you go. All right. In the meantime, podcast at wewergamers.com. Uh, Twitter, everywhere, uh, except for TikTok. We're not going to do TikTok. I don't care. We'd have to like post stuff on our other social media. Yeah, first yeah, before yeah. We but bother dealing with TikTok, look, and we're just not. Yeah, social so media is for reminding people to do something that they enjoy, right? That's what it is for us. And so, like, if you enjoy staring at social media, good for you. But we're here to enjoy the podcast part, and like, and we come across weird things. Like, I posted a picture on Instagram of that uh, loft wing amiibo. That's the type of stuff mm. that you want to know, right? Like, look at this thing. It's pretty. It was pretty. I can verify. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 And uh, look out for those other podcasts if you're interested in those things. If you're not, we'll be back next week. Oh boy. I don't think we will have started Evangelion by then. No. 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 Too much to do. We will be back next week, though. Just not with that. There you go. Good show, guys. Good stuff, as always. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch these movies, but I'm I gotta restrain myself and wait. Yeah, I'm gonna do them. Do it. You do know. it as a team. Do it as a team because it's important to have the team reactions. So yes, I'm gonna really try and push through Celeste this week as well. I I, I think I have to leave the strawberries, but that's a discussion for next week. Yeah, we will. oh part of part of one of the crazy Celeste levels, Andy was. The the what monsters that chase you combined with later, um, the monsters that chase you combined with the hotel guy chasing uh-uh. you. <laughs> uh-uh. No, that'd be too hard for me. I can't do that. There's no way. Yeah, they, but you should you should just watch the the bot of this because it's super impressive. Yeah, yeah. The the kind of thing where she makes she's done it enough times that she makes it look easy. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, having played, especially just how difficult it is. Oh, okay.